Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, lead us to. Hello, kids, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Christ through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and we are back with all new devotions from the Book of Exodus. Yay! I'm so glad we're doing these devos again. Yeah, I missed it so much. I know, me too. But we are back and ready to dive into God's Word again. Yay! We finished our journey through Genesis in season three, and now we're going to start reading from Exodus. Is Joseph still alive? No, it's been quite a while since Joseph died, possibly a few hundred years. The Israelites, which are God's people, are still living in Egypt. Remember, they moved there during the seven-year famine. They are growing and multiplying, and well, somebody is not too happy about that. And we're going to find out who and why and what he tries to do about it. But first, let's start with the Lord's prayer. Come on and join us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We are going to begin reading from Exodus chapter one, right where we left off when we finished Genesis. So our reading today is Exodus chapter one, verses one through twenty-two. These are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt with Jacob, each with his household: Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah; Issachar, Zebulun, and Benjamin; Dan and Naphtali; Gad and Asher. All the descendants of Jacob were seventy persons. Joseph was already in Egypt. Then Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation. But the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong, so that the land was filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph, and he said to his people, "Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply." And if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built for Pharaoh store cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied, and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel. 
So they ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in all kinds of work in the field. In all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shiprah and the other Puah, when you serve as a midwife to the Hebrew woman and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him, but if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this and let the male children live? The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives. And the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son that is born to the Hebrews, you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. In the beginning of Exodus, we have a new king in Egypt. It's many years later after Joseph's death, and this new pharaoh didn't even know about Joseph. He doesn't know about Joseph? But Joseph saved Egypt from the famine. How in the world do they forget about that? I know, it's crazy and strange to think about it, isn't it? That the people of Egypt actually forgot about this part of their history. And when we don't remember our history, bad things tend to happen. Oh, no! So this new king forgot about what Joseph had done for Egypt, and the Israelites increased in number. They got to be so many that the new pharaoh was worried that the Egyptians would be taken over by the Israelites. But wasn't there peace in the land? Yeah, and there's no reason for us to think that the Israelites wanted to conquer and take over the Egyptians. But pharaoh thought so. He enslaved the Israelites. They were forced to work as slaves. They had to do lots of hard works, like build cities brick by brick. Where was God? Yeah, wasn't he helping them? Of course he was. But the Israelites maybe didn't realize it at the time. Remember, God promises to always be with us, and he was with his people then too. Even though they were slaves and had to do really hard work every day for the Egyptians, they continued to multiply and spread around the land. They continued to have children and grow. And Pharaoh and the Egyptians became more and more scared. When we forget history and we forget God, even that God saved them through Joseph, that's when we start to fear more. The Egyptians had to come up with something to stop the Israelites from becoming such a great people and a greater nation than them. They do something bad, don't they? They tried to. Pharaoh ordered, and oh, this is really hard to mm -hmm. say in here, yeah. but he ordered the Hebrew midwives. Those are the women who help moms when they have their babies. Thank you. Right. And, uh, well, he ordered them to kill all the newborn boys. Oh, no. That's not supposed to happen. Only God gives life. And you're right, only God should take it away. Don't forget that. And thankfully, the Hebrew midwives knew this. They believed in God and they didn't listen to Pharaoh. They listened to God and the children lived. Phew! 
But sadly, then Pharaoh made all the Egyptians do that bad thing. He told them they had to throw all the Hebrew baby boys in the Nile River. Oh no! Lord, have mercy. The corruption of those who don't know God and forget God's deliverance knows no bounds. This is a very sad start to the book of Exodus, especially after the happiness of family reunions and peace that was at the end of Genesis. It makes our hearts hurt and cry that people could be so mean and forgetful of the good blessings God gives. God will save His people, though, right? Has God ever failed? No. God never fails, and next week we'll hear about the Savior that God will send His people, the Israelites in Egypt. Jesus? Not quite. He's in the New Testament and is the Savior of all people. With a capital S. Yep, but it's someone I'm sure you'll remember when we hear about his birth and escape from death in the Nile. Next week we'll hear that. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven. Dear Father in heaven. Teach us to remember. Teach us to remember. Your ways and your will. Your ways and your will. That we may always have. That we may always have. Comfort and peace in our time. Comfort and peace in our time. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first chapter of Exodus always makes me sad. Because of what Pharaoh tries to do to the babies? Yes, definitely that. But also, I just can't seem to wrap my mind around how the new Pharaoh and the Egyptians just completely forgot about Joseph. We spent a lot of season three reading the stories about Joseph. Do you remember? Yes! And how God used him to save the people in Egypt from certain death. Because of the famine. Right. People from all over came to Egypt because they had food and supplies, and all because of Joseph. But over the years, this part of the Egyptians' history was forgotten. It's a dangerous thing to forget your past. When we forget our history, we forget who we are and where we came from. That's scary. It is. We can't learn from our mistakes and past actions if we forget what's happened. That's why we read the Bible and remember what God has said and done. Learning from His Word helps us grow in our faith and strengthens us for our daily lives, as well as grow in our love towards one another. Do you happen to remember your Bible verse? A friend love it at all times. These words from the Bible are important. All the words in the Bible are, which is why we take the time to remember them and commit them to our hearts. amazing how so many verses in the book of Psalms relates to history in the Bible and to our lives today. 
Our memory verse is one that you can hold near your heart during those times of trouble and hardship and reminds us that God is always with us to lift us up out of our troubles. Can you read our memory verse today for us? It's Psalm 10, verse 12. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand, forget not the afflicted. The Israelites found themselves trapped in slavery, and they needed God to lift them up and free them. Let's learn these words to music with Miss Baker and commit them to our memory. to sing it through one time all together? During times of trouble and darkness in our lives, we can have the wonderful assurance that God will not forget us and always hear us when we cry out to Him.
I hope you're as excited as I am to be back doing our devotions here on our brand new season, season four. We have so much to learn about Moses and God's people in Egypt, and I'm really looking forward to learning all about it with you. If you've just started listening to our podcast, you can check out our beginning devotions of Genesis on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com or on your favorite podcasting app. You can follow us on social media, where we have a private Facebook group called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. We share all sorts of scripture-based resources and come together as the Donuts and Devos community. We are also on Instagram, where we'd love to feature your child's artwork. You can send me a picture of those beautifully colored coloring pages designed by our very own Jamie Truey over at Pure Joy Creative or any picture of your kids listening to our devotions and we'll share it to hopefully help encourage other families to make their faith a priority in their homes. I'm Mary Faith and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye kids, see you next time. Donuts